There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Yo guys and welcome back. Welcome back to me as well. Like really, welcome back to me. I have not been here. Um, I've been dealing with uh, preparing myself and those around me to lose a loved one. Like, sorry to start the episode off so bleak, but like, I'm just keeping it 100. Like, you guys know this. For those of you that follow um, either the Get the Belt social media pages or my own personal ones. Uh, or one, because there's only one, there's only one social media account for me, even though somebody tried it about Miles Hart with two T's and the OnlyFans account. Yeah, you tried it. But that's, anyway, one account. But basically, you would have seen on my social media um that uh my nan, my nan uh has cancer and uh she is everything to me, um... My nan is my friend, my mum, my 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 counsellor, my fucking doctor, my drinking partner, travelling partner. We've been around the world and I yay yay, you know. Um she is my life coach. She disciplines me, she hypes me up, she's everything, but mainly like I said in the last episode, she's my my eternal source of, you know, love, support and joy. Like I ain't never felt awkward in front of her ever about anything. Like, you know, how some people you can ask, oh, do you mind if I, I don't know, like borrow a ten or, or do you mind picking me up? Like even like, those closest to you, they'll, you'll be like, oh, can you pick me up? And there's always that little like, oh, like there might be a sigh or like, oh, or that like, I know they're going to be busy or I don't want to be a burden. I ain't never been made to feel like no kind of burden ever. About my nan, Mrs. Uday. Anyway, this episode ain't even about that, but like, I am back. So welcome back me, and well, welcome back you guys. Uh, short and sweet episode, uh, simply because ugh, I've had so much going on, but I really, I've missed jumping on the mic, uh, and I've missed that sense of normality of like, of releasing the episode, you know, and like chatting to you guys and like just... Just doing the show, to be honest. So it's, it's it's nice. I'm you know I'm sat here in my room, real quick uh, before I head out again because it's just a madness. Um, it's just a madness right now. I'm in between London and Bristol, and when I'm in London, shit is like it's just like I'm literally just in and out like a, like a penis in a in whichever crevice it decides to you know penetrate. Like I'm in out in out in out in out. And I'm just never just stationary. But here I am recording. Anyway, um, I'm really here chatting shit already. Welcome to Get the Belt Podcast, guys. Home of melanin, magnificence and kingdom of belts. Belts ready to be flung around your backside, around your head. If you try it or try people that I like or love or just be uh, a dickhead and move mad in these streets. And, you know, there are some belts that I need to give out today. Um which we will get to at the end of the episode. But let's 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 keep it normal. Let's keep it real how it how it would normally go and let's just jump straight into word of the week. Now this week's word of the week is a little bit different. Um 
is more of a an affirmation. And again, you know, on this podcast is not nothing is like given to me to say uh, pretty much everything, literally everything that I present to you guys or give you on this show is it comes directly from me or uh, an experience in my life. Like everything is it's a very personal show. Uh, and this week's word of the week is very personal as well. So it's it's more of an affirmation. I want you guys to say this um, as you're listening or as often as you want. It could be, you could say it now, you could say it afterwards. Um, but yeah, what I want you to say is today isn't promised and I'm grateful. I am here and so are my loved ones. Okay. Today isn't promised and I'm grateful that I am here and so are my loved ones. Because, you know, I say this for obvious reasons, okay? Uh, And, you know, we get too caught up, too caught up in our everyday lives and only really start, you know, being grateful uh, when the shit hits the fan. Uh, And that's why I've got a difficult relationship with, you know, gratefulness, because the only time I feel like I, the majority of the time I practice it or get told about being grateful is when shit is not good. And I feel like being grateful is an art and it's also a talent and a skill and I'm I'm developing mine. And it's a skill that I feel like we need to use when things are good. Then you are, you know, a grateful pro, professional. I'm not yet and that's on period, like I'm not. So I am really practicing that now, obviously shit, has hit the fan, but it's something I definitely want to take throughout my whole life or try to. And maybe that is, maybe that is going to be an affirmation. One of them ones that I, you know, write on a little sticky note and put somewhere or like write it on my mirror like every day, because that is really something that is so damn easy to forget when things is quote unquote normal. So yeah, that is uh, my word of the week this week. Um, that that affirmation is for you guys to use and to really implement into your day-to-day lives. So yeah, that is this week's word of the week. So this week's melanin magnificence um it goes to a young boy who sadly passed um, earlier this week in attempts to save someone else's life. And I'm sure already you're going, oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. Um, it is indeed the late and great Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy's full name is Fola Jimmy Alubumi Adewole. Um otherwise known by his friends as Jimmy. Uh so yeah, he was a he was a 20-year-old uh normal everyday young black boy who finished his shift in a restaurant with his mate and on the way on the way home um he jumped into the River Thames to save a lady that appeared to be drowning. I don't know why she was in the river um but he demonstrated just sheer bravery and kindness for none other than just trying to help another human being regardless of race gender anything he just saw another human being and wanted to help there were no cameras around they didn't do it for recognition um and from what many people have said about him including his friend who went on to good morning britain um and his father uh everyone has just said how much of a good man and good boy he was uh the friend um by the name of bernard uh cosia said you know him and jimmy were so alike uh they worked together often and they were both very much on the same page that they were working to provide for their families to provide for their loved one their friends uh he, he also said that jimmy was you know really loving towards his missus and was trying to provide for her the father actually went on to say um but his father is called 
Michael. Um, the father went on to say that uh, I want the government to honor him and appreciate him. Jimmy was a good son to me and such a joy. I want the government to give him appreciation and honor because he's the breadwinner of the house, always taking care of me and my wife and the friends. He's a very good boy, even when I was doing him a birthday last March because he gave me so many things. Um, yeah, everyone that has come out to speak of Jimmy have all said how much of a good boy, how much of a good man this young Jimmy was. Um, the fact that he was a breadwinner for the house, you know, his friend went on to Good Morning Britain, like I said, uh, by the name of Bernard and said, yeah, that him and Jimmy worked together in a restaurant in London, in Central, and would often talk about the reason why they work. It's for the family. Everything is for the family. And, you know, before this tragic incident happened, they were walking home after their shift on a Friday night and just talking about how much they love their loved ones. And, you know, it was really beautiful. Even uh, Bernard just was speaking about how Jimmy even said, you know, I love you, bro. Like, you know, I love you so much. And said how he used to, Jimmy would go up behind him and like just rub the back of his head. And just that open display of affection, which we rarely see with in, you know, black men especially black straight men um so the fact that he was such an open loving young black man young black boy um who unfortunately went due to being so brave in his selflessness putting himself against um putting himself in the back seat and just thinking of someone else's needs is ugh, is inspirational but also heart wrenching because of how uh it ended but yeah my melanin magnificence magnificence sorry this week goes to jimmy the hashtag is remember jimmy um hopefully the government can honor him and they give him this george cross award which his family are pursuing and which i think he deserves and yeah uh, rest in power, rest in peace, my brother, and may your legacy live on. That legacy of, you know, lovingness, that legacy of thoughtfulness, kindness, selflessness, and I think we can all learn a little bit from Jimmy and take a leaf out of his book. So, yeah, Melanin Magnificence goes to you, King. Oh, sorry, um... <sighs> Is all actually happening right now. Like, I actually had to stop this recording to, like, ugh, handle some stuff uh, with the hospital back in Bristol. It just doesn't stop. But, you know, back on the mic, took care of it, and we're back here. So it's now time for Miles Measures. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. So I want to start with Lil Nas. Okay, so Lil Nas has been really doing the rounds on social media. And his most recent uh, headline, re I read from Attitude Mag, says Lil Nas, Lil Nas X has hit out at top and bottom culture. Um, 
So when asked whether he preferred to top or bottom in an Instagram Q&A reposted by uh, Tea Time Network yesterday, the 22-year-old shut down the shame and stigma that surrounds gay, bed- gay men's bedroom positions. He went on to say, I've never been a bunk bed kind of guy. I like king-size beds. I like queen-size beds. But for real... All jokes aside with this top and bottom shit, in the gay community, it has become a huge form of misogyny. You're all gay. We're all faggots. Okay, like, definitely here for the whole, you know, it's become, you know, a form of misogyny, etc. However, comma. However, comma. First off, I just want to say you definitely left out the verses, okay? Because not everyone is just top, bottom of... You know, not everyone is just top or bottom. We, we, and I say we, including me, he, me, him. We are verse two. We are very much versatile. Uh, definitely don't agree with the whole bottom shaming. Hell, even a top shaming. Or the bottom shaming. Shaming in general. But Lil Nas, here is where I draw the line. You know, call me when you want, call me when you need. Big tune. I even find your little piece sexy in that video. I don't know why. Maybe it was the complexion, maybe it was the hips, maybe it was the heels, maybe it was the gyrating on Lucifer. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the beat of the song, because, you know, the, the song is a cute, is a bop. But I drew the line here um, with, you know, we're all gay, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, we all might be gay or what, whatever, but at the end of the day, some of these gays don't want nothing in their ass. Okay. They don't. It don't make them any more or less gay. They don't want nothing in their ass. And some of these gays or some of these members of the LGBTQ DL community, some of them might not want to put their piece into an ass. Don't, again, don't make them any, them any less gay, more gay, more bi, more DL, whatever. Yes, we understand we all gay or we are whatever sexual preference we are. But at the same damn time, some of us are real verses, some of us are real bottoms, and some of us are real tops. So at the same, in the same breath, you know, people like Lil Nas X or the activists or whatever will be like, you know, I identify as a man or I identify as non-binary. Like some of these roles in society yeah you know they mean things and people hold a lot of value to those you know ask uh, you ask yeah a non but you ask sam smith not even ask sam smith you tell sam smith <laughs> the way you did in this interview Lil Nas X. tell him I'm fed up or, you know, fuck all of this. I'm male. I'm female. I'm non-binary. We're all human. God damn it. We're all human at the end of the day. Lies you tell. I doubt Sam Smith is going to be here for that. Same way as anyone else that identifies as non-binary is going to be there for that. Same way as someone that identifies as a man is going to be like, yeah, we're all human. But bitch, I am a man. Or yes, I'm human, but I am also non-binary. Like, just because that's, that's a you thing. You Okay, fuck that for you, but not everyone has to now be fucked because of whatever you're going through, yeah? Like, at the end of the day, I know me some tops that never want to see not a little finger in their booty hole, okay? They don't want it. Same way I know some bottoms that don't want to see their piece in a booty hole. And that's just on period. So, yes, again, I am very much not here for no kind of shaming, be it bottom shaming, verse, top, whatever. But all, but when everyone said, oh, we all gay, it doesn't matter. Yes, it does, nigga. Yes, it really do. Because you find you a man. You find you a man, Lil Nas X, yeah. Take him on a date. Take him to where you want to go. Do your nice things. Do your nice drinks. Take that nigga back to your house. Yeah. And lay him up in your bed. Yeah, this man is a top, by the way. But you ain't asked him yet because, you know, we're all gay at the end of the day. So fuck that shit. <laughs> you lay him up on your bed. You stick that tongue in that nigga booty hole, yeah? Put all of the cocoa, coconut oil around that ting. Lather it, lather it. Get it ready. 
And then see if all of a sudden, oh, we're all gay at the end of the day. See if it works. See if you can slide your piece in, Lil Nas X. Because I guarantee you, all of a sudden, we're all gay. It doesn't matter. It won't quite run the same. And it will be your ass getting bust wide open. <laughs> ah, I don't know whether he... Apparently, he's a top. I don't know. I don't even know him. But I am just saying, like, my take on this is... It's fine. Have your opinions. But at the end of the day, some roles, some, you know, identities are not yours to invalidate. Okay? If you don't want to be no top, no bottom, no verse, and I don't know what you want to be, just gay... Then fine, but there will definitely come a time, Lil Nas X, when you find yourself in a position where all of a sudden we're all gay and all, all gays matter. All of a sudden it won't really matter too tough because you will have to, you'll either have to bottom top or, you know, be, 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 with, a, be with a verse. And then it really don't matter. Now we all just gay and we all just top in and bottom in and it's all just great. But all of this, are we all gay? All of this top bottom stuff, it doesn't matter, blah, 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 blah. It, it, it does. And I'm sure you will find yourself, Lil Nas X, in a position where all of a sudden you, you figure out, ah, yeah, uh, maybe it does matter because this bottom don't want to fuck me or this top don't want to get fucked. So, yeah, that is the, that. That's my take on that. Anyway, what else has been happening in this world? Oh, my God, today. So, um, yeah. So, I just want to start off this by saying I have been following you since the start of your career. <laughs> oh, so, shout out, yeah, to Daniel Kaluuya uh, for receiving his award, that Oscar, um, for the biographical drama Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, he won the Best Supporting Act, um, Actor Oscar for his depiction of um, Black Panther Party Chairman Fred Hampton. Um, real nice things. Uh, and the 32-year-old Black British actor uh, wide fans uh, on the screen, which is why he came to collect his things. However, when we got to the press room, ugh, that's where it all went little piece downhill. With a reporter by the name of Margaret Gardiner. Yeah, I said her name. Margaret Gardiner. Got him confused with another black actor. Because apparently we all look the same. We still look the same. Even after Black Square Summer. But we move. I bet I bet Margaret even posts a little black squares. Well, but whatever. Um, mistook him for Leslie Odom Jr. When she asked, oh, what was it like being directed by Regina King? The gag is, sis, I wasn't. Because I ain't that nigger. <laughs> That's not me, sis You know, you said you followed me for the whole of my career When in my career did you see me become a whole other Negro? How about that? When did, when, when did that happen? It didn't And again, everyone is saying that look That look on Daniel Kaluuya's face When he gave me that look When he gave me that look Then someone's getting sucked Sucked, okay He kept it together you know, we all saw the little eye roll. He really could have gone off on a, on a bitch. And you, bitch, she could have really gone political and, and called a sis out. Uh, but, you know, he kept it cute, bit his tongue, even in what should have been the happiest moment of his life, receiving this Oscar, had to, you know, encounter some more casual racism. Because that's what it be. <sighs> Yeah. I don't know how I would I it dep really and truly I don't know how I would react to something like this happening to me um I feel like it all depends on how many drinks I'd had leading up to enter entering the press room but I would have I would have definitely used this as a teachable moment <laughs> yeah I love me a teachable moment I would have been like okay um uh, I would have mistaken her for someone else as well. I'm really been petty. I'd have been like, um, okay, uh, Mary, yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, that's not me. Uh, and I would love to think why you think uh, I'm that other black actor, despite you just saying, you know, you followed my career from the start, from day one. Hmm. What day of 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 all of those days that you've been following? What day did I become? Um, you know, 
Leslie Odom Jr. When? Just remind me when that happened, please, Maria. If you can just raise up your voice a little bit so I can hear. It's a real shame. It's a real shame. It literally just is another testament to, you know, no matter what situation uh, us as black people are on, no matter what plane we are playing on, no matter if it's anything to do with race or not, which is why, so, like, this is why the argument is everything is to do with race. Like, just going to collect your things, like your prize, like things that you've earned, you still are subject to this kind of bullshit. And either having to address it with the, you know, the risk of being branded again as uh, aggressive or whatnot, or having to bite your tongue, both of which ultimately is a confrontation or a battle with white supremacy that we will have, even when just given a speech on how we're thankful for an Oscar we won. You know, this is this is tiring. It really is quite tiring. But big up to a man like uh, Daniel Kaluuya for handling it better than I would have, because I would have really told, you know, Maria about her pussy clout. Um yeah, so big ups to you. Um, what else has happened this week? So Akala has released a new book uh, today, literally uh, Tuesday, I think it's the 26th. Uh, Tuesday, the 27th of April, released a new book, um, a day, his debut novel uh, by the name of The Dark Lady. Uh, he took to Instagram to say, it's man like Shakespeare's 457th birthday. My new novel, The Dark Lady, is inspired by Shakespeare's series of Dark Lady sonnets. Most period stories tend to focus on elites, and so I wanted to write something from the perspective of poor people from the streets back then, and was pleasantly surprised, surprised by how much research was available into life in the slums of 16th century London, and also on the presence of black people and other foreign immigrants at the time. Although it's set in the 16th century, London, and inspired by Shakespeare's work, The Dark Lady, it's also inspired by one of my other passions, the history of the medieval West Africa. I am getting this book. Uh, the backstory for, the sh for Shakespeare's Dark Lady, I imagined a migration from the kingdom of Benin across Mali and through uh, Timbuktu into the Mediterranean, into Venice, and finally to London. The Dark Lady's father's story becomes inspiration for Shakespeare's Othello. Now, this book, Akala, I ain't gonna lie, yeah. Akala's book, I, I started reading that, the, oh, I can't remember what it was called, but he's got one of the book. And literally, of every other sentence, I don't know about you guys, I don't know whether it's because I'm a performer or what, I like to think I'm a little piece smart, but that nigga got a PhD, yeah. Every other sentence, I'm there with my thesaurus or my dictionary figuring out what the words mean. And I'm here for it because I'm learning and I'm also in awe at this black man's, this black British man's vocabulary and its, its sheer range. And it gasses me up. It really does. Um, but I'm so here for that. I'm going to get the book. I implore everyone else to get the book because he's such an exquisite writer, ever so talented, ever so smart. And so to 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 have something which isn't purely, you know, uh, regarding society and uh, dissecting racism, but something which seems slightly more, you know, lighthearted. I definitely think it's still going to be incredibly informative. I think it's going to be a, a great, a great read. And if you haven't picked up any of Akala's uh, books in the past, I think this, oddly enough, this way around would be a great introduction to it. If, if you're like me and, you know, you'll need the dictionary to, you know, make sense of it all. But um, once again, shout out to another black boy in London doing bits. Um, and yeah, and, on, and congratulations on the new book. And I implore everyone to go out and get it. Um... So Harry Styles, remember Harry Styles? Do you remember him? You know, a uh, white boy that likes nail polish that was in the group called One Direction. So my guy, who I actually didn't know sang that song, that sugar, uh, what a man is sugar, I... Yeah, like, I really didn't know that it was Mr. Harry Styles that did that. But that's besides the point. Um, so apparently, for some reason, the whole of the internet is just like in a in a feeling some kind of way and excited and them things there because Harry is doing 
um, some sex scenes, uh, quote unquote, realistic gay sex scenes in a new film. Uh, this is according to the New York Post. Uh, Harry and producers behind the, upcom- the upcoming Amazon Studios film My Policeman uh, are promising two gay sex scenes from him. Uh, so this is going to be based on the 2012 novel um, of the same name by British author uh, Bethan Roberts. And the story sees Harry as an officer uh, by the name of Tom Burgess or Tom Burgess. I don't know how to say that. Uh, a man caught in a sordid love triangle between his wife, Marion, played by Emma Corrin, and lover, Patrick, uh, portrayed by David Dawson from Peaky Blinders. And Emma Corrin was the one from The Crown. But yeah, everyone's just like, oh, oh, ah, oh, uh, ah. Uh, can we just normalize this? Like, like, men's be having sex with men's often and everywhere. Okay, <laughs> like... They really do Yeah According to Lil Nas X None of these men should be deciding That they're top bottom of verse (laughs) But men's be fucking And and, and assuming some of those roles If not both at the same time But yeah the world Are all like oh my god Oh my god He's out here gonna portray in these sex scenes Like I don't find everyone Everybody's pussy gets wet and dicks get hard over Harry. I don't really see it for him. Uh, attractive young man. I'm not saying I, I think he's ugly. No, by far. Like, he's definitely not ugly. But I, I don't need a wet floor sign because of him. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't sit like, yeah. I like the fact that, you know, he does the whole, oh, I'm going to paint my nails and I'm going to wear a pink suit with these heels and still look a puss. And maybe suck a dick, whatever. Like, cute is attractive, new man and all that. But am I gagging to see these scenes? No. Am I happy that this is happening? Yes. Like, I am. Like, I'm not even going to front and be like, oh, no, we don't need this. We do. We still very much live in a homophobic uh, world. Like, we very much do. So to have another, you know, man who, even though he is known as being, you know, fluid or whatever, oh, beg your pardon, being fluid or whatnot, I think it is very much needed to have another man out on TV fucking another man. And it not being taboo. They're probably going to make it taboo and be like, oh, you know, how dare you leave, you know? Or, like, not leave, but be in a triangle with with a man and a woman. Like, shit, babes, like... That's life, like it happens, like I can love who I want, fuck who I want, so deal with it. Um, But it'll be interesting to see, I don't know the novel from Adam, it'll be interesting to see what that is about. It definitely seems like something I want to watch. Um, And yeah, very much here for this. Am I losing my shit over Harry Styles doing it? Absolutely not. Um, Like I said, I'm very happy, uh, however, to be uh, seeing this on, on Amazon. Um, in other news, uh, so remember back when Jesse Nelson, Jesse, Jesse Nelson, if you don't know, that was the girl from Little Mix that left, the one that released the documentary, uh, the one that was subject to lots of bullying and stuff like that because of the way that she looked, etc. Uh, she obviously left at some point last year and is currently at the center of a two million bidding, two million pounds bidding war between record labels after leaving Little Mix. So she's clearly, you know, preparing to embark on her solo career. Um... Excited for her. I hope she's ready because it's it's going to be harder. You know, she struggled being, you know, in a group, being compared to not just the group, but obviously other females in the industry and beauty standards, X, Y, Z, which I don't agree with. But now you come in solo, sis. You ain't even going to have your girls, you know, on stage with you to hug you if you're feeling a bit under the weather, like, it's going to be hard. So I'm hoping that she's done all that she needs to do, like the the self-care, which includes more than just a face mask for some of you hoes. It is, you know, therapy. Uh, she's got the coin to do that. Therapy, 
uh, spending time with loved ones, identifying oneself, becoming more confident, knowing who she is and what she brings, and that other people's opinions really don't mean jack shit. Of course, we're all human. It's going to affect us. But I hope that she has put in the work to, you know, be really ready to embark on this solo career because we we don't need another we don't need another catastrophe and neither does she but I really do wish her all the best again her voice mm -mm, talented was it for me uh I don't know but definitely talented cute girl slays lovely hair good dancer I'm excited to see what kind of music she'll bring um yeah uh H&M have launched a free suit rental for interviews. Can we just give... Because H&M really fucked up a couple years back. I don't know if you remember when they had that little black king in the, in the, in the motherfucking, you know, in the monkey top. Okay, they tried it. This is what I like to see. Brands, not just posting on their little social media some any next black person. Ooh, hashtag diversity. Nah. I actually do things which impact the community in a tangible way. And that's what they did. We, this brands, not just brands, but people who move mad. This is a comeback, yeah? This is a comeback. H&M are launching uh, a new venture uh, called One Second Suit to make job seekers feel uh, confident. So after 24 hours... Uh, you're like basically you're allowed to get this suit, a suit of your choice, which you'll wear to an interview, and you're allowed it for 24 hours. And after those 24 hours, the suit needs to be returned to the store, or then it doesn't become so free, and you have to pay a, 20, a 50 pound fine. So they said a suit isn't an outfit; it's confidence, a signal to the world, and a reminder to yourself you've got what it takes. Now, I. I like that, but also I can definitely turn up to, you know, it depends on what job you're going to, to be honest. Um, but I, I'm not even here trying to diss them. But basically, I just, side note, it's not just a suit that gives you that. You can do it in, you know, as my good friend Kevin likes to say, wizard in a track suit. You can uh, wear a track suit and still show that you've got what it takes or whatever. But basically, let's get back to the nice things of this of this piece of news and information. H&M are doing bits, helping people that need a suit and might not have the funds to get one or borrow one or whatever. They are enabling the next generation or just people to... To have that, to have that option. And I think, you know, like words are great, posts are nice, but actions are real nice things. So I just want to big up H&M for, you know, in my books, redeeming themselves. And they were very much once cancelled. So to come back with something like this is absolutely amazing. So, yeah, shout out to you, man. Um... I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to, to chat about. But I think I might just... Ah, okay. So remember last year. Oh, my God. This was last year, November. Okay, it's not that long ago. But that's it's still about six months, six, seven months. But the um, Cadian Nelson, I don't know if you remember, he was the man in South London, around the corner from me in Mitcham, young black guy who uh, abducted and sexually assaulted the poor uh, 13-year-old girl. Um, so he pleaded guilty, uh, in Kingston Crime Court to, um, the charges. <sighs> um, so senior prosecutor Kate Shilton stated that this was a terrifying stranger attack on a young girl on her way to school. And she also added that I would like to thank the members of the family who saw what happened and quickly took action into alerting the police to the incident. And the date of his sentencing has yet to be announced. Like I said on the episode, because I talked about this on the episode and we went quite deep into it. Um, not only do I hope he gets, you know, sentenced, I also hope this man gets help because he needs it. Like, he needs help. Like, if you're doing things like this, you clearly ain't right. So I hope that the system doesn't fail him, even though it is designed to do so. I hope that he gets, you know help 
be it from loved ones if he has them around him or professionals to to, to help him just to help him out really because what he's did was wrong and was evil and he's pled guilty so yeah i hope he learns that's what i want i don't want to like put out nasty things even though i definitely feel that kind of way you know what i mean but i'm trying to keep it beyonce and just be like i hope that this man learns and gets the help he needs whether that help is you know spending his whole life getting bum raped in a prison cell and you know i don't even wish that on you because that is nice for some people but like i just hope that you learn in whatever way that you deserve and can stand. Um, in other news, uh, so you know what? I actually really think that is it. I just want to double check. You know what? For this week, I'm not even going to do myself too much. You know, it was already a lot to come here. Even, even me just recording this, like I said, like I had to come off the phone, uh, come off the podcast a couple times. Obviously, it gets edited, so you didn't hear. But like, I had to stop it took like double the time i've been recording this for about three hours i think the episode is probably going to be like 45 minutes or something like that so yeah i'm going to close out on miles measures right here so it is now time for get the belt so my belt this week goes out to a man a very stupid fucking man uh, by the name of Richard Glenn. So Richard Glenn was a, was a school teacher. Uh, he was the former head of sixth form um, of uh, Long... I'm trying to read this. Of Longridge Tower School. And he... <laughs> by the way, this is a private school. Yeah, this is a private school where people pay up to, you know, £4,850 a term. So this man, Richard Glenn, has been banned from for, from teaching for three years, which I don't think is that much, after drunkenly, drunkenly, yeah, teacher, sixth form, kids, drunkenly taking students to a strip club during a school trip to Costa Rica. Now, for one, that's how you know this is a motherfucking private school, yeah, about you going to Costa Rica on your school trip. Our school trips con con cons consisted of us walking five minutes down the road to the local school, the, the local baths to have a little swims. But these motherfuckers up here going to Costa Rica with their teacher who is getting drunk, getting lit, and then taking these young girls, yeah, did it say it was a girl's school? Um, Hunter, BB, uh, okay, it doesn't say it was a girl's school, but he drunkenly took these pupils to a strip club. Three years is all you get. Three years! Like, okay, right, so some of his offenses, yeah, included drinking with underage pupils. For me, I feel like that is three years in itself. Threatening to, and I quote, kick the head in of one pupil and, I quote again, kill another. I feel like that's another five years, okay? And kissing a boy's forehead and telling him, you're all right after being aggressive. All of this sounds like toxic masculinity, it sounds like this man is definitely battling with many different issues. Um, not very stable is another word that comes to mind. Uh, and the fact that you have been teaching for God knows how long in a school where people are paying basically five grand a term. How did you get there? How did we get here? You ain't supposed to be here. Like Richard, my guy. I'm sorry, yeah, but the 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 feeling I have of feeling sorry for you for getting banned is 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 non-existent. It's not there. I'm shocked you only got banned for three years. I'm also appalled that not shocked, but appalled that this isn't you know 
on the front page of a newspaper because had this have been a black man, ha, taking g g girls and boys to strip clubs and being aggressive and, 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 and threatening to kill. Are you mad, bruv? Are you mad? A black man doing that? Nah, but me, I had to really go digging to find out what, you know, what Richard Glenn was up to, you know, with these with these minors, getting them drunk and taking them to strip club and then threatening violence and kissing people saying you're all right. Nah, bruv, are you all right? I, I feel like this man also needs to go to prison. I also feel like you need to be joining fucking m m that guy that tried uh, the, the poor little girl that was on her way to school. I feel like you both need to go side by side and g go sit in a cell for a couple, for a, for a minute, a hot minute. Like, wow. So, yeah, he gets the belt. The body of teachers or the people that employed him and allowed this man with these kind of capabilities into the school they will get the belt too because trash all of the news um the news agencies out there and the the media outlets that are not covering this get the belt very much so too okay uh and yeah it's just disgusting it's just disgraceful it's just disgraceful really i don't know how number one even the thought of buying like a bit of alcohol whilst whilst on shift. Let's forget that. Because it wasn't even like you was just with these students. Like it was a school trip. So you was even working still. To even, Like you were still working, bruv. Mad. Mad. Don't understand it. And it also just goes to show how relaxed the white man is. You know. Me. They, I have worked some jobs. Yeah. Some jobs. Where I'm, I'm even shook for my life to get out my phone, bruv. To get out my phone and check small, small WhatsApp. To message Nan, are you right? To message my friend, oh, I'll meet you after work. To do very much legal things. I am shook to get out my phone. My guy, you see when you're white and, and, and when you're a white male, your, your, your fear levels are different. You can, you, are in, you can go to a bar, bruv. Take rare nephews to minors and feel no way. Feel no way, like it's nothing, like you've gone out and got them some sunny D. Like, and then, and, and, and furthermore, now go and take these minors to strip club and then also threaten and abuse to kill. Meanwhile, I'm shook to check my WhatsApp or more, make it make sense. And then you want to, and then you really want to say that racism don't exist and white supremacy isn't here. You want to have documents saying that, you know, Oh, this country isn't racist and whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. This to me is 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 a product of racism that this white man felt absolutely fine to go and get turned up with some minors at work on shift, take children to a strip club, threaten them. Death threats at that. Uh nah. He gets the belt. Like I said, guys, it was a short one this week, hope. I've not answered any questions. I'm sorry about that. I see it in the inbox and I will get around to it. I just, I'm just grateful that, you know, so many of you um, are understanding of like my situation right now. And I'm literally, when I say I'm chocker blocked, I'm chocker, chocker blocked with uh, work, you know, my little side hustles, be it my gym jobs, as well as trying to keep get the belt going i've not done an episode but i've tried to do stuff on the socials as much as i can whilst keeping myself alive and you know not even happy just like normal really and whilst trying to look after my nan organize things in the family because that can be mad like <sighs> trust whilst balancing yeah life uh i do have some news before we go and I don't even think they've announced it, but I'm going to say it anyway. But I, yeah, <laughs> will be teaming up with Dancers Network. Now, I'm not going to say too much just because, you know, they haven't said shit themselves. But basically, something is coming up very soon. It's happening next month. I'm not going to say too much because I ain't said shit and I ain't had no clearance. But all I'm saying is watch this space. Miles Heart from get the belt podcast west end performer yeah charity twerk founder nice things nights founder yeah the balls hearts will be collaborating with dancers network for something very very exciting 
next month. Watch this space. You're gonna love it. I know you are. I may have mentioned in this week's episode of Get the Belt uh, someone who who I may be sitting down to have a conversation with, but I've said too much. I've said too much. Ow! Anyway, I want to say once again, thank you so much for listening to the show. Yes, I've been gone, but I'm back and I'm going to try and keep consistent. Um, I want everybody to practice that word of the week. You know, that affirmation, you know, be grateful. I'm grateful that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still here and so are my loved ones because not every day is promised. Um, and yeah, just thank you so much to the listeners. You guys are so amazing. Please keep, please, please keep sharing. Keep posting. Keep letting me know what, what your ideas, your thoughts, if I made you laugh, if I made you get vexed. Like, let me know because because it makes me feel good. It makes me feel good. And I know that you guys is is enjoying. Uh, I will be doing the questions next week. Or I'm going to try to anyway. Depends on where I am and how much time I've got. But yeah, that is it for this week's episode like i said short and sweet i hope you enjoyed thanks for the love thanks for the support remember to subscribe um i will see you next week and yeah you have been listening to home of melanin magnificent Uh, let me say it right god damn it you've been listening to home of melanin magnificence and kingdom of belts yes that is Get the belt. I am your host, Miles. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Get the Belt. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. How would you like to look 5 years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking 5 years younger at 6 months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.